0: You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Can't get enough of Cthulhu in Cairo? Join our Patreon for as low as $3 per month to access special features and bonus content. You can find us online at patreon.com slash the Bardic College.
1: It's Cthulhu in Cairo time. And that means it's time for all of us, and all of you, and we're so glad that you're back. Hi, I'm Raz, and I am joined by the entire team. And we have a special, uh, I don't know, a special thing here. We are finally able to, tech with our technology, see Ella Walcott on Roll20. Which means it's a whole new level of faces that we can see. Unfortunately, you can't, but we'll let you know when something funny happens. We try to do that anyway. Uh, the cast is just getting back. It's the first Thursday in 2023. It's not sleeting, hailing... Volcanoes haven't erupted in New Jersey. There's no tectonic plate activity. This is gonna be a good night. Normally on our Thursdays, something's going on in New Jersey. Tonight seems to be pretty calm, so that's kind of cool. Team, how's everybody? Good?
2: Good.
3: Rearing to go. Happy New Year to all.
2: Yes, it's Happy 2023. Goodbye, 2022.
0: My God.
1: We're sorry to see you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're one yes. hell of a guest. Goodbye 22, be gone with you. Yeah, there you go.
2: The drunken Our... house guest that never leaves.
1: Right. You?
2: That's yeah. crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Go hug your abusive
1: uncle. Um, <laughs> go, you go over and give him a hug. You know what? Here, you know, I think we can now that Scott said it that way and you know what who who 2022 is Cousin Eddie. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> National Lampoon, Cousin Eddie. 2022, yeah,
2: the year we emptied the shitter.
3: <laughs> oh my god! It's Cousin Eddie. <laughs> That's a very apropos. It was yeah, so not- after 2020 and 2021. I'm just saying, it needed to happen.
1: No, that was Ruby Sue, and what's his face? Um, all right, so welcome back, everybody. Uh, we are going to kick this show off with Ella. So, for the last several episodes, the team has been trying to. They made their way to Australia after all the. Craziness that happened on um, the, uh, the ship. They, made, they landed in Darwin. They came abo- came on ground. They met some locals, found out that there are there was a curiosity shop uh, run by two brothers, Edgar and Elroy Locke. And they made their way downriver, or actually south. So I guess downriver would be right. About seven or eight hours. Local guide brought them there. And when they got there, Edgar seemed like he was well aware of their arrival knew that they had a problem with one of their friends and was able to contact his brother through this strange device called a, a, a bull roar. And uh, yeah, that's where we're kind. And of. Jack Cavendish gave him a vial of blood. That's where we're going to pick up in a moment. In the meantime, we're going over to Ella. So Ella, yes, here we sir? go. Break, break a leg, everyone. Uh, yes, Ella, let me let me define for you. I'm going to give you just as a, you're a writer, Uh, Let me give you some adjectives, and then we can figure out how you want to proceed with with what's going on, okay? Let's talk about adjectives. Cold. Wet. Muddy. Slithering. Ew. Confined.
3: Oh, no. Am I in a grave? So. (laughs) Is this my grave?
1: It's dark. You cannot see. What do you want to do?
3: That's what I have to... Okay. Oh, sheissa. Um, Slithering, like, I feel things moving on my body.
1: On, under, besides.
3: Oh, God. Um, okay, well, Ella's initial reaction is to panic, but... Um, Alright, so do- let's
1: make a sanity roll.
3: Yeah. Damn it, why did I say that?
1: <laughs> you were gonna make one anyway. I but know. at least you're being honest.
3: Yeah, if
0: your initial reaction wasn't to freak out, then I'd be like,
3: um, that's a fail. All right. Uh, not sense. a critical fail. I have a 70 sanity and I rolled a 74. So, and I can't use luck to bring sanity. that down, right? No.
1: Yeah. Not on sanity. All right, so what do we have? Lose five points. That's Ouch. Well, I mean, let's be honest. It's a terrible situation you're finding yourself in. So the outfit that you had on when the wave came over you, dragged you, tumbled you, um, is soaked to your body. Okay. The cold, wet seems to come up along your back along it's my like, back only it's like it's dra- draining down your back but the movement over you is neck face multiples uh, it, it's it's everywhere and it's they're slimy they are cold they are moving agra- like oh
3: oh god i'm at ella's like calling out for Jack and Faye, like, Jack, Faye, are you there? And she's, like, trying to kick and move her
1: elbows. Your elbows don't hit anything. Um, Your kicks don't hit anything. But yet these things, you shove them off for a moment, but then they're right back.
3: And they're not trying to, like, restrain me? Like, my... Violent attack towards them isn't making them want to like yank on or anything.
1: They you you took, you startled them, they fled off. It's not like you don't feel any like suctioning against you, you don't feel anything like latching to you. What you feel is uh, the best way to describe it would be as if a day, a very large seven, eight pound earthworm. <sighs> was just, you know, about nine feet long, and about a hundred of them were just everywhere moving around you.
3: Oh, oh, God. Why? Why is this my torture? Um, Because
1: you rolled a crit fail on on the check and you went dragged out.
3: Yeah. Okay, Um, you see that? Sass? Put it back in your pocket, sir. (laughs) I'm in enough shit as it is. apparently um okay uh i and i can't sit up or anything i try like bracing my hands underneath me to try to move because i get i don't know what like normal human reaction is try to get up and move out of the way or is it or just the floor like sink beneath me like i'm going with it
1: so you try to take a step forward
3: no i like if i'm lying down like this i brace my hands underneath me and try to lift my back up
1: So make it, you know what? Make an idea roll.
3: Already with the idea. roll. I'm sorry. I'm not smart. (laughs) It's intelligence, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Education is to know. Ooh, critical. Okay. So you're, you're definitely, you're definitely sure you're not standing. You are lying because you could have been up against a wall. Standing up, right? Like, you're, you have no sense of – it's totally pitch black. Well, I assumed I was lying down. Like, that and would you, be were, and, and you were on the right s- assumption. So you're, you brace yourself and you start to lift. As you put your hands down, it goes around your arms. They're curling uh. around you, under your armpits, over your chest, under your back now that you're lifting yourself up. And you're trying to st- stand at full height.
3: If I'm lying down, I'm just trying to sit up, like I'm not trying to stand yet. You like can sit I'm just... up.
1: you can sit up and it's clear enough. You can you have you're fine. There there is when you yell again, there's hardly any echo to your voice. It's just you don't even get one full repeat. And it, and it just the, the voice just stops. Like it just doesn't go anywhere. So the you you're not thinking this is a giant an area, it's a smaller area.
3: But my head doesn't have anything on it anymore.
1: No, no. It's Um, you know, one slithers, falls off your back, kind of hits the water.
3: Alright, and it's pitch black, I can't see anything, no light at all. Nothing. Okay, um, well, if I'm thinking it's a floor, it must be a nest of some kind of weird creatures. I don't want to commune with them or talk to them, because I don't know what it is with- my special abilities. Cause again, they don't work like that. It's, and they're animals. I wouldn't really get anything off of
1: them. Animals don't. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So that wouldn't help me. Um, so I guess the best thing to do for me would be to not spook them and just bum shuffle in one direction to see if I hit a wall.
1: Okay. To, to your back moving, your feet, pushing you backwards or cra- backwards. Crab yeah, walking forwards.
3: I'm bum shuffling with my back moving that way into like whatever is there. Does that make any sense? I don't want to crab walk forward. I want to just keep my feet from like stepping on them.
1: Okay. You you move around, the mud is under your fingers, the things ever you're constantly squishing one for a second and it moves out of the way as you try to plant your hand again behind you. You come. Like you all, you're not doing it exactly perfectly in a line, right? You're kind of wiggling a little bit because yeah, the water disappears on your left side. So you're thinking you've moved off of, out of the, whatever the water source is, you're now, you're not feeling the, that movement of water on your left side. So you must've either clo- come out of it or it's ended or something and you give yourself a couple more shoves and you run into something and it cracks it it kind of crackles
3: like an eggshell
1: more like old leaves
3: oh god it's it it's shedding it's shed its skin somewhere i don't know what it is but it's shedding it. that's what i'm thinking right now oh shit <laughs> Um, do they don't react to it though? Like when I hit it, like the creatures don't try to pull me down.
1: If anything, they're only now around your feet and on your right hand side where the water is. Your left side, they don't seem to be bothering with right now.
3: I keep going to the left then. I don't, I want to get away from them. I don't know what, I can't see anything. So that's The the
1: ground under you begins to dry out. You're not, sh- you're not getting mud between your fingers. And the creatures, you can hear them now sloshing, but they're not touching you. You've gotten out of whatever water source they're in. And you're now wet. I mean, you're soaked. Your hair's sticking to your neck. It's cold in here. If you could see your breath, it would be there almost. It's like in the, you know, it's not quite 32, but, which is what it would cause, but you're, you're in the 40s, like hot, mid mid to high 40s down here. It's cold. Um, but this thing, you, you, your back kind of scratches against it and it's, it's got mass. It's, it's definitely something there, but it's, it doesn't feel like stone or, no, no, it has some, it has a, a bit of give to it, but it's, it's, um, it's, you'd, you'd have to reach back and or turn around to touch it. You know it's directly behind you, um, but that's about all you got right now. Again, it's very dark. It's just black.
3: <clears throat> all right, well, now that I'm free of the worms, I guess I can tackle the I-got-to-figure-out-by-touch where I'm going, because I don't know the dimensions of the, the space. I know that it, the echo's small, and it's probably not a cavern or, like, nope. huge like that. I just... I need to find out how far these walls are and how far away from the shoreline of the worm pit is to this thing. So I get I get I stand up finally and like
1: you can't I can't stand. It's no more than about four feet high. You hit your head. (laughs) Oh,
3: shit. That's what she would say. Um. So touching the top, that feels like it gives too same
1: material. No, no, that's hard ground it Ah. feels like it feels like stone and earth like this has been it's a it's been carved out dug out there it's there's no give that way
3: is and you said earth so it's like it's been dug out it's not stone so it has roots to it so i'm under ground not in a cave system
1: you feel around you feel no root
3: Ah, too far then All right. Um. What? What? Of uh, like. Uh, all right. I start feeling along the wall, and I start walking to the more to the left if I can go more left from the shoreline.
1: Okay, so you're not touching the thing that was directly in front of you. You stood up. You're avoiding the crinkly thing, right? For now. Yeah. You try not to touch it. I'm trying you, not to. You stumble. You you move around. There's. The wall is not perfectly shaped. Um, the you, you begin feeling, and you do come to a point where the wall begins to, it's not a perfect angle. It rounds a little bit. And this is taking minutes. You're going very slowly. Because, you you know, you're just, you're, your imagination is starting to run away with you, right? You're starting yeah, to think I'm, that at any time, different. something is going to touch me. Something is going to be here. I'm going to put my hand into a spider. Something. It's, like it's starting to freak you out. And you come around and you bump and you bump into that crinkly thing again, but off, and it's... So as you came around, it's on your left-hand arm that you bump into it. And it just...
3: Okay, so it's a rounded wall the and the worm pit would be in the center then.
1: It's flowing somewhat center, yes.
3: Okay, and there were no tributaries outwards or nothing like i just hit you've that only, thing again
1: you've only done about a 12 foot section total if you if you had to guess by doing left to right shuffles and and again you're not getting when you when you lose your spatial um and and you're not a person that's had this happen to them like you know someone who's unsighted and they've been living with this it takes a long time to understand your not your or, just your orientation but when you step you're like okay that feels like half a step but what is what did that gain me? You have no way of understanding that right now. So as you've moved around, you've somehow gotten yourself back, and your logical brain is telling you you're back to almost where you were before when you bumped into it with your back, when you ran into it from behind. Now you're facing mm-hmm. the wall, though. The, when you hit this thing, it, it has a little bit of give to it. It's not solid stone or anything.
3: But it's not making any other noise but the crinkle.
1: Nope. You just hit it, and it's just dry crinkly.
3: I've, like, I'm still, like, calling out, like, Faye? Jack? And the echo doesn't help anything. It's like, Can anybody hear me? Nothing. She would probably, like, at this point, be a little, like, emotional, welling up. It's like, Great! I've been transported to some sort of Creepy hole in the ground and no way to get out. Marvelous. Just fucking marvelous. And like again, she would probably do it like go back down into the circular thing and start following that, see if her theory's correct. Just like, where's the waterline? Where's the worms? Follow that and see if it has the same angles as the room and then just see yeah, in her only, mind's eye what it looks like.
1: The noise of the of the motion of these things um, is giving you at least some sensory place of to where you were. It's always I,
3: good. If I'm moving left to right, and the wall is on my right ear,
1: it'll be would they always problems. be on my left? Right. So, okay. This thing that you've bumped into is only about eight inches from the back wall. So oh, you're okay. gonna you you know you run into it again. Um, it's beginning to start to take shape. Like it's you're starting to realize. It's, it has, like, form. And as you, are you willing to touch it?
3: I got nothing, I got nothing, I got no other ideas. So, yeah, I would, like, gingerly, like, run my fingers over it first to, like, scratch my nails on it, see if, like, anything reacts or if a sound comes out and then
1: start pushing. So as you scratch across it, like, you just kind of get that. Um. You you start to take the sense of a face, like a face, potentially like something that's old or mummified. Oh. And you would have taken off some of the desiccated skin under your nails. Oh, because you scratched down. Um, it's you. You you touch more. At, If something's on it, it it has some sort of a medallion, maybe a piece of jewelry. It's hard to make out. Obviously it's pitch black, but as you're touching it, you go down and it's definitely, it's definitely humanoid and old.
3: Oh, okay. Um, at this point, Ella's talking to herself. It's like, hello, person who's dead. Uh. How did you even get down here? This, there's, there's nothing. There's no walls. No, no doors. Where the fuck is this place? Am I in hell? And like, now she's trying to like, no clothing. No, no feeling of like, old fabric. Like,
1: is um, yeah. You 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 pick up some fabric on on the upper torso area. Where, uh, but it's it's open enough where you can feel this this heavier medallion. Remember, you can read items.
3: Um, I'm gonna hold off on that for a moment. Um, space around it is like anything anything else, like around the space. Like, it- am I touching a ritual thing? Like, I'm looking for stones, ringing it, or candles, or something that maybe I shouldn't be touching it.
1: You see none of that. You sense none of that when you feel out. The only thing here is that the water source with the things in- you know that are, are in it, um. And all you've found so far in the first 45 minutes or hour, but again, time when you have no spatial and you're in the dark, time means nothing. If this could have been three hours you're at this. All you know is is that your breath is becoming more, like finding someone here at first frightened you, but now you seem to be, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. If somebody got in, Some somehow they got out. Like somebody had to put them here and then get out. Now what does that mean? But so you're you're rationalizing that you're somewhere people have come before.
3: Well, rationally, I also got pulled into this from a wave which shouldn't have brought me anywhere. Logically, brain is like, no, nope, this could this guy could have been just like me, yep. and got stuck here and dead. Now he's dead. So she's also thinking that um, she would. Commune with the body first to see if that was there, because, like, for some reason my brain's telling me don't touch the medallion thing yet. I, I don't know why. It's like, I don't want to touch objects. I want to see where he's been or she's been. Okay. So I will, like, apologies, uh, my good friend. Um, I'm going to have to have a little bit of a conversation with you and disturb your peace. Forgive good. me. Good, good, and... I gotta do the thing. Do the thing. All right. Uh, trying to find that damn. Okay, that is a ooh yes. Hard success twenty at twenty seven.
1: All right. Uh, d three roll to take off the magic points for it. Yep. Um, you you reach out and you you, you find the sh- one shoulder and you work your way up, and you put your hands around the lips. They're they're narrow. They're dry um there's there's nothing to this it's it's just it's just very old right neck is thin head is the skin is taunt and dried out yep and you put your hands near its face and you feel the the shock come over you of the of the first images and you see a face then a head in a jar over everybody else. Okay, so.
0: A jar. We, we don't have to, we don't, it's okay. I don't care. It's, it, it's, it's been, it's been, you know, the main group for a while. We haven't heard from Ella in a while. Let's explore why there's a head in a jar.
2: No, no, Vadim, Vadim knows nothing. Yeah,
1: Vadim knows nothing. Yes. Scott, oh, on the please, other please. hand, I'm like, hmm. Okay. Scott, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All you right. Share with that, the class there, buddy? Warn me?
4: Did you go to brunch with Keeper and get inside info?
2: No. Oh. If you if you uh, if you do a certain callback to uh, to my Patreon exclusive uh, mm-hmm. individual uh, you know story with John Schooley.
4: right? Had, oh my God, God, the head in jars jar.
2: played a prominent part of that oh, story. Wow.
4: Shameless plug: Go check out the Patreon for Heads and Jars. Not shameless, tactical. It's just an
1: expression. More tactical than maybe. All right. So we're. (laughs) Just an expression. uh, So Jack, when when team, when the last show ended, it ended with this. (laughs) And a very serious cackle. (laughs) As Elroy found out that Edgar was able to secure the blood of somebody who might be able to just help him get his ass out of where he's stuck. So he was all excited sounded a little ominous maybe at first but there was you know this is not this is not a bad thing for for Elroy and Edgar they hate to be alone and apart it's not fun for them so he oh oh dear well that's good news for brother <laughs> good news for everyone um oh, so your friend, not far from him. I, I, I know how to get you out there, and I'll even escort you. I'll come with you, because it's vitally important that I take the blood that you, uh, that Mr. Cavendish gave me and present it to those who are possibly holding my brother. Uh, holding, not that he likes to be touched much, but, you know, prison. <laughs>
0: Okay, that's great. Um, So you do know where she is, though. Do you want to maybe elaborate on that? Just a tiny no, little bit No, no, more no let's, than... let's
5: back up just, to, just a tad. If we could, you're going to use the blood that I gave you to hand off to someone that I don't know who it is to do some sort of nefarious thing in exchange for finding Ella. That that was your plan? Well, I mean, it sounds a little bit, how do you say? I jump on top and knock him right to the fucking ground. Excellent. Ah! I am. I've got. No. I'm, I'm going for his throat. I've. I have now completely lost my cookies.
2: Jack, no, Vata stop, down, right in, down, boy. Vada moves right in behind Jack to like and to protect his flank. So you scream like Donna
1: on Parks and Rec. My Mercedes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The um. Y- y- all right. I, I gotta. T- I gotta tell you, Jack Edgar's slight in build. Not a lot of meat and proteins. More but like Weasley. You
0: know,
1: he's a little on the he's a little on the thin side. Oh my Ooh. god! Don't kill him. We're never going to get Ella back.
2: I predict a punctured lung in his near future. <laughs> I,
1: I, I predict. You know, I mean, I would say if it wasn't for the younger ladies,
2: crack sure rib. Yeah,
1: um, he goes down hard.
2: It's okay.
1: And 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 does let out a very ah, you know. Childish scream, <laughs> like a That's like a Catherine's Wilhelm
4: chuckle, not Lawrence chuckle. <laughs> uh, I,
5: put my, I put laughing. my face very close to his ear and say in a very dark and menacing way,
1: "Give it back now." No, no, that would be that would be terribly wrong, terribly bad for you, terribly bad. You don't offer these things and then take them back once payment is made. the, the no, no, that would be bad for you. A deal was made, and I'm trying to get my brother back. And I'm willing to to help you, to help you get your friend. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, you don't make break a magical pact. Sort of all done now, don't you see? No, I don't see. As I pull out my knife, but I do see this, and I'll tear your fucking house limb from limb to find my blood. It's in the, it's inside. It's not. I mean, it's in a box. You know, one that I open. One that only I can open, so killing me would be bad. But, and and don't forget, we're very liked by the, lo- by, by the local folk. You, you, you're not supposed to hurt me. Perhaps they might understand why I might want to hurt you. I don't think so. That's Do you okay. speak Aborigine? I can live with that.
0: Faye has broken out of her original shocked, you know, like, reaction. And then she goes, Jack, You have to get off of him. The last thing that we need is for something to happen to him, and he's right. The aboriginals will come after us, and then we're never going to get Ella back, and we're probably all going to die.
5: Just... Where is Faye when she says this?
0: um, I'm far the fuck away from you.
5: I turn to whatever direction she's coming from, and with probably the most evil look you've ever seen in my face, I say, I don't fucking care anymore.
0: Okay, well, I
4: do. Do
2: Do you have your sunglasses on? I don't know if I do or not. I really it don't. It would know. be
4: so cool if they were off. Yes,
2: please tell me. No glasses.
1: Everybody just or, vote no. Or glasses. Or you
2: just take you just take them off as you say it.
1: Yes, even better. Menacing. Did anybody watch my video on guano? Because this is exactly what I've been talking. about. It's a good about. source of fuel. GMs universally against <laughs> the hurting of NPCs. Edgar has done nothing wrong. Tiny little lamb. Horribly
5: misused. I will fucking drag him by his neck back to the house.
4: <gasps> Help. I'm being repressed. Jack, no,
0: stop. I'm looking between Vodem and Catherine and I'm like, am I the only one that is thinking that this might not be a great fucking idea? Or am I in the am I the one that's like, you know, actually thinking for once?
4: Um Is it me? I'm- I'm thinking that this is incredibly entertaining.
0: And I'm thinking, how the fuck are we going to get Ella back if Jack rocks that guy's shit so fucking bad?
4: Catherine opens her medical bag, reaches in, grabs us. It's been a while, kids. Grabs a juicer, you know, taps it. Ooh,
2: just like, give and like, even wider. No,
1: no, no, mustn't do that.
2: It's no, not no. for you
5: you oh. better be moving with purpose because I am. <laughs>
2: it's not for okay, you. Well, <laughs> not...
5: Please finish that sentence. <laughs> I, I'm dragging him with purpose back yeah. to the shop. He he he's screaming as you there's throw him not, inside. There's not a doubt in my mind what I'm going to do to him. I'm going to get my blood back. I did not like anything I heard whatsoever. I've ceased to care about anybody else. I've been in this a penny and a pound. I've given up my eyes. I'm not about to give up my soul. <laughs>
4: like, only one of unless
5: us and, 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 unless I, I turn around and go, unless all of you would like to give up your fucking soul in exchange for mine. Can't use them. They, they didn't they, 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 think so. And then I just start, <laughs> and I just drag
4: him. Oh! Cat starts walking after Jack. Face following very
0: close behind. See, I wish that we remembered what happened in Egypt because I did give mine up. And, ooh, I would love to just fucking throw that in Jack's face right now. It's like.
1: So, Catherine, do you pick up the loafer, the expensive loafer, that fell off of Edgar's very small foot as oh, Jack yeah. grabbed? Okay. That's just very decent of you because otherwise you're just leaving it outside for a dingo. Because when Jack jumped <laughs> on him, he knocked his shoe <laughs> off. Um, okay. Jack. Yeah. Jack. Jack. the uh, Jack. A little screen door just (laughs) Opens up Jackie or Catherine's Wrong and Edgar is like You don't understand this is terribly wrong This is this is this breaks everything This breaks all contracts you are going to suffer For this Mr. Cavendish I'm trying to save you Don't you understand
5: I take my glasses Off and I stare him dead in the eyes With my beautiful goat eyes and I say I don't think you understand I do you've pushed me beyond the
1: point Of sanity I barely know you Yeah
4: Am I in the house now?
1: Uh, everybody's followed it in now. Okay. Jack's got him pressed down of the dining room table, like it's like you know, it's a prom date. I can almost see like the comic book, you know, like phoom, 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 as
5: he's like dragging him, <laughs> and everyone's like, and then they're they're slowly following
1: behind. Don't mind the don't mind the six aborigines up on the hill looking down, like
4: Jack, darling, unhand the weird man.
5: He's he's not going to listen to reason. Okay, you're going to have go- to overpower him. He's that the cackling and, and the craziness and realizing that he had just gone way too far to save somebody else and he essentially had given himself up. That's not, uh, that's not kosher. Um,
4: okay. Catherine, Catherine leans over to Faye and Vodham. I'm going to stick the big guy if he tries to kill me. Okay?
0: Yeah, babe, you got
4: it.
2: Yeah, babe, are what? We, are we... Is this a good idea? just
4: to get him off and then we can talk to Edgar and then Jack will come too and everything will be fine.
1: All right, Jack, what do you, you're, you've got Edgar, He, what's what's bigger for you, intimidate? Because uh, this is really an intimidation, this isn't so much a persuade. The way you came at this bull, like, uh, I would think, I mean, mm-hmm. if persuade's all you got, I'll take it, but it's more of an intimidate. What's your intimidate?
5: My intimidate's a 30, my persuade's a 10,
1: so. Oh, fuck that. not
5: Shoot it, first that, to right?
2: ask questions later. <laughs> That's Jack. Yeah. <laughs>
5: Yeah, I wasn't really trying to intimidate him. I'm dead serious. Doesn't that, matter if he believes it. me or not. Uh,
1: no, that's that's intimidating. Okay, so he's I, not intimidated. No, no, no. He's not thinking you're truly going to hurt him. He's a, he's he doesn't he knows you want it back. He he believes you are in earnest. He doesn't think you're in deadly earnest. Not yet. But he's. I mean, he's he's nervous. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to break. He looks more nervous about breaking the pact than that you're going to like. You know, throttle him. Okay. So would you like to bring it to the level of throttling him? Where are we? Is it, was the box You're in the house, you're in the dining room. The box is in the other room by the manifest from the Gertrude Dobbs. He, he put it in this, like, sort of puzzle box, remember? Okay, I take him right to the puzzle box. Oh, okay. Open it. So up. the others are, ne- okay, Catherine, Uh-oh. Jack's turned his back to you, and he's moving into the other room with Edgar, you know, he's basically, his hands are on his neck, you know, forcing right, yeah, him. Yeah, I've got him. a hand on his neck. I, pu-
5: I okay. pull my knife out with my other hand, and I slam yeah, yeah. it. Into the de- into the table. Get it out now. And take! Or, or I take a finger.
4: Um, Joel, I'm so sorry. Catherine runs and slams the syringe into the back of Jack's shoulder. Okay. I'm just trying to get make him a- to stop so we can talk to Edgar.
1: Make a roll. for Make the attack roll.
4: For what kind of attack is a syringe?
1: It's not a medical roll. I mean, you're still trying to sneak up on him, I guess. Um...
4: I would say maybe fighting brawl. Yeah, I would just be oh brawl. Oh my god, no!
5: <laughs> it wouldn't be like brawl with advantage or something like that because I'm distracted. And it's yeah, a, it's you yeah. have his I back. I'd have... give you have... advantage. I don't know do for ball? somebody else. Uh, Every maybe fight, you
4: could do
2: fight
1: decks? Brawl, fighting is your
2: is your fighting basic brawl.
1: brawl.
5: Just a warning: my uh, fighting brawl is 45.
1: Yeah.
4: I don't have. Where is? I oh, don't. My have fighting this. brawl's better. Why didn't I give this to you? Sorry,
1: my shooting 74. So.
0: I don't know, babe. Why did...
1: So you have nothing in fighting brawl? That makes it... I thought fighting was...
2: There. It's oh, a minimum. Wow. Of, it's a minimum 25. Yeah, five. I found
4: yeah. it. Okay. What's the number? 25. Can I get an advantage?
1: You have an advantage, so you'll roll the 10s twice. And you can always spend luck on this.
0: I will say I'm right behind Catherine to help her. Catch her, her teeth. <laughs> For uh, the love
4: of all that is holy, I rolled a one. An no one
1: one? Well, <laughs> that'll do it. All right, so the syringe goes in. You you depress it down. Jack, you feel a rush of cold through your shoulder. Um, Let me just make a quick die roll on. Catherine, make me a medical roll.
4: Medical roll. Don't put the dice away.
1: I'm gonna tell me what you get.
4: Uh, regular success.
1: All right, so regular success is um gonna be a d- that still was pretty good. So I was just calculating the size and draft, how much you you, you hit him with. Um, Jack, you you would get one action if you wanted to turn and retaliate or do something. You could. You're you're not gonna go down like instant like your knees didn't just drop out, but it's gonna happen within a round.
5: Yeah, I don't want to overplay it. So I'm thinking probably what I would do what the natural instinct of someone would do is I would spin and hit as hard as I could with my hand. Okay. To so knock make it whoever form. it was or whatever I felt out of my way.
1: Right. Well, Kat, if anybody can take a punch in the head, it's Catherine.
4: Bring it, baby.
1: So what, is that going <laughs> to be brawl? Yeah, just fighting brawl. Okay. You spin around, just see if you catch her. She met, she was, pre- I'm sure she was prepared for some sort of movement, but that's fine.
4: This isn't the first time a patient has tried to punch me. My miss. That's also
2: Do you want to spend some
1: luck?
4: Too, yeah. What the, what the hell?
2: I'm trying to save your NPC.
5: You're trying to
3: prevent murder.
5: You're trying to save an NPC over a character that's protected you. That I'm makes trying to sense.
3: save NPC. Ooh, that oh, boy. We're,
5: we're, we're wow. crossing lines here. I think because that's, right that's now really the
3: character wow. that protects us is acting a little out, out of pocket. Missing. I'm still missing.
1: <laughs> Still not knowing see- how, uh,
2: not knowing how fast acting the drug is, seeing Jack kind of turn and swing at Catherine, Vadim would swing, would come in and try to uh, subdue him as well.
1: All right, go ahead, make him a roll. He'll he'll collapse in your arms after turn one. Oh, okay.
2: One I just get I just get a free shot. Is that it? Free shot at Jack?
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I didn't at want two, to Brute. do this at two. <laughs>
1: Vadim comes in with the with a with a big right, but it ends up being on your on your
2: hard right as well. So it goes he past your head. He, he collapses too quickly, and I hit Catherine in the face. Is that it with my oh, no. ninety two?
0: No. <laughs> no, it's not a critical fail. Okay, that would be so funny, though, my What a comedy of errors! I, feel I trip so on my bad shoelaces right? <laughs>
2: as I move in. Boy, we're like the so- Keystone Cops of. Uh... Cthulhu right now. You, like,
3: yeah. you, like accidentally like stabbed Faye. How you I'll, got I'll, the knife, nobody knows.
5: I'll give it's you one piece scene of advice. It's Young
3: Frankenstein where um, Inga gets the the creature with the syringe, but the doctor and uh, Igor are like, fighting, oh! help, Just give
4: it a set again. <laughs> it's, listen, Joel, My only saying?
5: suggestion is if you are all smart, no one will admit to stabbing me with anything and
1: no one will admit to trying to punch me.
2: God, of Came course. Came out of nowhere. It was a mystery.
0: Christ.
1: Edgar overpowered you. That's so much better.
0: Some would say this place is haunted and it was a ghost that did that to you. <clears throat>
1: yeah. So mm-hmm. you get him. You He starts to go down. And Edgar's like, oh, oh my God. Oh my God, I don't know if I'm... Oh, I'm actually... I'm a little turned on. Um, yeah,
0: are you? Good.
2: I suggest you shut your mouth right now while we sort this out. Or I, I would be the next one on top of you. Yes, be quiet.
4: I, I feel like, Ladies, people like that if that's what
2: I We need to figure out what we do.
4: I feel very badly for having just done that. I, I want it known. Thank I you. understand. Um listen, like I don't really
0: think that he left
4: us much of a choice. So
2: It's his his blood. I, I do not fault him that.
4: Hey Ed, no. hi buddy, how you doing? You okay? Mm-mm. How's he's your- not talking,
2: <laughs> Ed? You you may answer to the woman. Yes,
1: oh, I'm overwhelmed a little. I, right. I He's very upset.
0: Yeah, he's had a very hard uh, few months. We. He's ha- He just has a hard time. Um. And we're, we're, you can imagine the the stress that we're under trying to
4: find
1: our missing friend. I, I know, but the, 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 I, do you know what would happen if he would have taken it back?
4: No. How about you tell me? Yeah. And, and, need, stop, fl- and stop fluffering. Just
2: fucking You need fucking to explain talk. exactly. Yeah. You need to convince us exactly right now. What are you doing with the blood? What purpose does it have? What is the process in which we are going to recover our friend?
1: The, the Aborigines are not just one people. They are tribal. They have many, many different tribes and traditions. And where my brother's last known location was, he had entered into an area of a tribe that was not as, well, let's say, friendly towards us. There, They somehow, um, he believes, have put him in a place where he can't escape from. The only thing that would buy that back would be the blood of someone who has abilities or can see with sight beyond sight you see their people might value jack's blood quite well and they, they'll know they're they're very in touch with the darker sides of nature this particular group that's all i can say but that's what i that's what we would do we would we would barter to get your friend and my brother back and uh, what the, danger
2: does this pose for jack what danger does this pose for back, our friend
1: well, I mean, no. the, 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 you giving the, his
2: blood to these people.
1: They would, they would most likely just put it to one of the rocks and 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 place it as a as a relic or something. I I don't know. I I, I don't know all their traditions. I just know that they tend to very much value the blood of of those who have either been wounded and come back from it, survive poison, sight beyond sight things, you know, d- dimensional um, visions, that kind of thing. Your friend, uh, when I did the dream and, and I saw that you were coming for, for Miss Walcott and I knew it, that you were in trouble, the dream showed that he had those eyes. So it was him I had to pick. That's the only reason. it what wasn't. What if an- you,
4: what if you had someone who could offer you something even cooler, something that even you don't know about.
1: But uh, that's fine. It, it, it doesn't matter, but he offered it now. There's been a pact. Don't you understand? Uh, when you do these things between people in this land, they uh, things know. It's not like the United States. It's a young world, a young place. This is an ancient place. The spirits here know. We made a barter. We made a bargain. Bargains, word is everything. You break that, and, and the ill that would befall your friend would be terrible. Terrible indeed.
4: Do the spirits also know that you weren't enti- exactly being entirely truthful? That that you kept pieces from us? Like,
1: what the, How much time did I have? I was trying to reach my brother to confirm that he might know where she was. I, I, Yes, at first I did it just for my brother, but I deserve to get something out of the bargain. I have skills.
4: We would have given you money. We would have given you everything. Money doesn't and mean th- anything
1: to me. And now I we're money. fucking
4: tempted to cut off your toes. Okay, and I can do it.
1: Okay, back to Ella. Um, I don't know. I don't know how else to leave a scene except that you've now threatened one guy. You said, "Call me God," and this man, you're threatening to, t- to take off his, his toes. What is wrong with you people?
0: She's got every right. This man is a. Uh... I'm trying my hardest. You want a right toe? Now.
1: I okay. get your fucking toe. <laughs> Soaking amateurs you a toe by
0: three o'clock with the polish.
1: <laughs> fucking amateurs.
3: <laughs> you guys like.
2: Ella's like, I'm dead. Don't, I'm totally, don't I'm fully ruined. to us. Uh, rolling a new character by the end of the night the way these fuckers are fucking it all up.
1: Ella, so you see a, a head in a jar and you see two hands pick it up and the face inside the jar for a moment changes and it grins at whoever's holding it. Matter of fact, you think for a moment it might be you holding it. Huh. But it's grinning at you.
3: Okay. Um, Normally I don't speak during these, so I'm just kind of getting a vibe.
1: You hear the sound of a bell off in the distance, striking three o'clock. The head goes, and the jar goes back on the shelf. The eyes from the head follow, and for a moment, you're not, you see that it's looking at John.
3: Hmm. Oh. John, this is, this is John's corpse I'm touching.
2: You
1: believe that you are touching the desiccated corpse of John Schooley
3: and ella snaps out of it
1: <laughs> <laughs> and ella goes no fucking way i'm out
3: i scream i go ah and i roll back into the wall again hit my head and i'm like Ow! what the what and she just starts talking aloud thinking like he was in nepal alive how did why is he here he shouldn't be this dead this isn't, this is impossible. Like, and all this stuff just, well, could he possibly have just been mummified, like, rapidly in the past few weeks? I mean, if you dry out the body properly with salts, maybe? Uh, No, no, then why is he in a hole? The, the moisture from this room would definitely do something against that. Um, But yeah, she's very freaked out and she doesn't want to keep watching what happened to him
1: that's do your you, friend. do you reach down uh, you know in on him, touch his person, look you know, try to see if you can sense anything he didn't John didn't wear anything like elaborate belt buckle wise or anything, but do you wanna move your hands around try to see if 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 it's truly all there, the body's all intact
3: after, yeah, after the like holy fuck, um it would be solemn like almost like she's holding a vigil like she kneels beside him and like bows her head and starts like silently crying like i'm so sorry i don't know what happened to you but i am so so sorry that i did this to you because she feels kind of guilty because he did say like oh ella you're the reason i got into all this all this woohoo stuff after the gertrude dobbs and shit and she's like yep
1: You reach out for where you think his hand would be. You slide down his arm and there's something in his hand.
3: Paper, leather,
1: a watch. It'd be metallic.
3: Okay. Um, Metallic. So uh, is it round? Like, Does it have edges?
1: Yeah, round. You feel you fumble around and all of a sudden he was holding a small torch. A light.
3: Oh! <laughs> I I look around the the space. Is it how I think it looks? Is there a
1: it's, bit... It's, it's sort of a circle. There is a small well, and the water is, tr- is running away about 15 to 20 feet, and then it disappears under very, very heavy rocks. Like rocks that you're humanly not going to be able to move. Um, Natural
3: spring underground, but yeah. Can't right. Move it.
1: But this is a small space, and it is only about just a little over four feet high. John is wearing a medallion and there's also a piece of paper in his hand.
3: Yeah, I get the piece of paper.
1: It's, on the front it just says, Ella.
3: And it's addressed to me. Yeah, that's fantastic. It, like in a movie, she she points a flashlight in his corpseified face and goes, what happened to you? And then opens the letter and... Uh, Like, begins
1: to read it. Well, before you do that, let me show you what you see on on the wall behind John. Ella, the colors, the style, very much looks like John's room in Nepal.
3: And there's no writing on it like in the other wall?
1: No. No. So you take the letter, and you begin to open it, and that's where we'll call it for tonight.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.
4: Hello. My name is Lauren, but you probably know me as Catherine Ross. I'm here to let you know that if you love our content and want to feel the same dread, terror, and jubilation that I do, then make sure to check out Lurking Fears when you head out to your next convention. With a great group of professional storytellers, Lurking Fears is able to weave stories that will haunt you and take you to the very edge of madness, which is something I know a little bit about. Now, while specializing in Call of Cthulhu, Lurking Fears also runs games from a variety of other systems. So there's something for everyone. They're committed to running heavy RPG adventures that are driven by the narrative and of course, by the player's choices. So check out their Facebook page and follow them to keep on top of which con they'll be hosting games at next. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Now, let's get back to the action and see what our Keeper Raz has in store for us. But if history has taught
3: us anything, probably gonna be bad news.